Join the Jones family with their grown children as they sit around the table to share their passion for marriage, family, and boundaries while providing inspiration, practical tips, and insight into a simple life that glorifies God. Whether you're a Christian or not, there will be takeaways to heat up your marriage, train up your children, and navigate this culture with more wisdom and perspective. We thought that this episode needed more of an introduction. Shakira is a young adult that lived with us on the weekends a few years back before she moved to Tennessee to start a new life. She is the sixth person to live in our home and be part of our family. We believe the Lord has used our home as a refuge and a place to gain clarity and strength, as well as hear truth and wisdom, heal and overcome. We hope it is also a place that inspires stronger marriages, intentional relationships, conflict resolution, healthy boundaries, and a loving but very normal family home, as well as spur others on in their walk with the Lord. I might add that we have all grown and learned through sharing our home. Also, it was Shakira's idea that we start a podcast, and we are glad she got to be a guest on the show. Listen in as she and her new husband share part of their story and journey with the Lord as she realizes her worth in Christ and heals through trusting again. All right, welcome to Saturday Morning Crew, and today we have some special guests with us. So we have Shaki. Hello. And her husband, Ray. Glad to be here. So you guys have probably heard us talk at different times in the past about how in our home we've had the opportunity to have people living with us, uh, some lived with us full time, and then we had the blessing of others who would also come in and just kind of hang out with us on weekends. And you also probably heard, uh, I believe it was probably the first episode we did, mm-hmm. where we were talking about how we would be driving back from church and we had a young adult with us who was Shaki and we would get into conversations about things that young adults were dealing with and Madre and I would give some feedback. We'd have some great dialogue and Shaki would say, you know, you guys need to have a podcast because if you did, I would be the first person to listen. And I think she was. I think she was. And she was probably one of the first people to buy the merch. Oh my goodness, that was so adorable. So they show up at the house on Friday (laughs) and the two get out of their car and they're both wearing the Saturday morning crew t-shirts, which we haven't even really launched out there. They are so adorable. I had to take pictures of them. So we'll we'll be, we only sent them to our select few of like family friends that are like the ambassadors for the podcast. So you guys are like ambassadors now. So, which is an honor by the way. (laughs) (laughs) So we will be posting those pictures soon. Yeah, absolutely. So. No, I was just going to say, I wanted everyone to know that her name is actually Shakira because they won't, they won't know what Shaki is. No, I know. But when I say Shakira, that everybody goes. Well, no, yeah, no, but we need, that's that's the name her mom gave her. Right. That's the name her mom gave her. So we're going to say her name is Shaki from this point forward. Okay. Okay. We call her Shaki. Right. Wait, hey, Ray, what do you call her again? Shaka like a bing bong. <laughs> and what else? <laughs> Little mama. Little mama. Little mom. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so you've been married how long now, Shakira? Uh, four months. Okay, four months. So now that you've kind of forced us to do podcast <laughs> as a young adult, <laughs> what are some things that you think about that you've listened to us talk about that um, since you've been married or during that dating relationship or anything like that that 
maybe had an impact from some of our conversations that you wanted to talk about or really if there's just anything that you felt like you wanted to say as part of the podcast and then we'll kind of build on that as well that sounds good well that's a loaded question but i think mostly um oh my goodness okay mostly that you have to be open about who you are not just i mean just with anybody and everybody in general but if you're looking into dating somebody i know with ray like i always was very open i would say open in the fact that i'm not like i'm pretty toxic (laughs) (laughs) so and he you know i I always was very open about who i was and what i was looking for in life and i think we clicked on that and that's something that i learned from you guys too that it's okay to be open but also like protect your heart Mm -hmm. and that was a little bit hard in the beginning for me to open my heart but at the same time be open that okay this is what i want this is what I would like for it to happen. But at the same time, I felt like in the beginning, I wasn't like as open with my heart. I was like... So, you know, it, it's funny for me, like listening to Shaggy talk about opening up and, and guarding your heart. At the same time. At the same time, because, you know, I remember when like you had reached out to Hannah and, you know, Hannah was like, hey, Shaggy reached out to me and I was going to invite her to kind of hang out with us tonight because I think well, she's dealing with some stuff. And why don't I, I we re- let Hannah tell that story? Okay, yeah. Yeah, go up. ahead and tell a story about that how out, that yeah. all started with Shakira coming back into our life and from when. Yeah, a lot of it I don't really remember. <laughs> I might be able to help fill <laughs> um, in. I can probably I, remember But I, all I do know is that we ended up in a conversation on Instagram because I saw that she s- seemed to be struggling because I can kind of tell, like, if I know people in real life and I see their posts or, like, the things they say, I'm kind of like, I think they might need like a friend and so like I could tell by her post that she like might need a friend so I kind of just reached out and like we got in a conversation and I was like let's just like grab lunch and so like we met at I think Urban Farmhouse yeah. and um through the conversation just realized that she kind of needed like like a new place to call home when it came to church and like a family because she didn't really have that anymore with like who she was around and so I was like well how about just like come over like come to church with us and so she lived like 40 minutes from our church at the time. So I was like, well, you can just come over like on Saturday then and maybe just spend the night. Like that would be fine. And so like kind of through that, I was like, she doesn't just need me. Like she needs my family too. And almost to the point where like made her like kind of hang out with the family <laughs> instead of just being like, oh, let's just go like have a girl's night or whatever. Like I had her come to our house and have dinner with us and kind of just like let her talk to y'all and like be part of the family. And then like and didn't stop from there like she came over almost every saturday night spent the night with us like had a sleepover with hope and i and Mm -hmm. went to church yeah and i I remember you telling us that too because i remember you coming to us and letting us know about shaggy coming over and like for me i was thinking okay once shaggy gets here we're gonna love on shaggy the way we do people when they come into our home and if i just you know if we give her some time you know, and, and Madre has some time with her that maybe in a few weeks she'll open up and, and kind of. I share think it things. was like a few minutes. Yeah. I think it's it about like fifteen minutes. Night, about yeah. fifteen yeah. minutes, and the yeah. nut was cracked open. Yes. And we had tears flowing. Tears were flowing all over. Tears the place. were. Yep. It was amazing. It it really was. Yeah. Honestly, because we've had other people in our home that the nut wasn't so 
easy to crack. I mean, it was like, it was a lot of pulling, like pulling teeth. Yeah, it and, was. And the, the opening up was not happening naturally. But with, right. with Shakira, it's like she was just ready to talk about her past. And, you know, in, in, her, in her past, I mean, all of our past has hurt. Mm-hmm. And I think that she was just, it was just really ripe at the time when you say, like you were just ready to, to process out loud, like we talked about today, just yeah. being able to like, with somebody you trust and, um, you know, being able to bounce ideas off of and just like, why am I feeling this way? It just was right. very painful and you were kind of sucking it up for a long time. Yeah, it was more of a... Um the feeling I was struggling a lot at that time about like self-worth um if I'm even ever gonna be healthy enough to be like even if a relationship at all was ever in the picture for me mm-hmm. I felt like I was so broken that I that that was just never gonna be in my future mm-hmm. and I truly believe that I was damaged goods and mm-hmm. that I was toxic so I was like yeah no this is I don't think that's gonna happen for me and actually I told you yesterday mm-hmm. um, that one thing that at the time Stacy had told me and I part of me didn't want to believe it I thought I needed to be a hundred percent healthy before getting into a healthy relationship and Stacy told me that sometimes that's not it everybody I do want to start with everybody's story is different Mm -hmm. which also Hannah has always told me like my story is going to be different than yours everybody's story is different and Stacy told me that sometimes it takes being in a healthy relationship to heal certain things that you're not able to heal on your own Mm -hmm. and that has definitely been my story in this specific mm. case so far oh that's so beautiful I'm still, <laughs> I'm still a newlywed but yes I think we're doing really good so well Ray you are one special guy because let me tell you yesterday Hope said to me she's like wow it's really weird to see Shakira with a man because if there was anyone she was ever interested in she was not going to bring them into our family because she in her mind thought this isn't going to last or they're not truly interested in me and I, or I may not even be truly interested in them. So I'm not going to waste my time, have this family invest in them and then have it fail. Mm-hmm. So you are the first man that we have actually met that Shakira has fallen in love with, like truly. So and, thank and you for, thank you for, you know, I love what you said yesterday. You said, and, and Ray, correct me if I'm wrong or if she quoted wrong or whatever, she said you looked at her and said when she said breaking up you know once a month and that you looked at her and said we're doing this like we're gonna push through this well that was the the main thing is uh you know she would try to break up and that i would fight for her and she just had never had that before yeah um irish stubbornness as my parents like to call it but uh (laughs) i just remained persistent and just you know show her her worth and treat her good you know happy wife happy life yes it's actually very simple (laughs) it is it really is it's it when you say jake would you say it's simple absolutely (laughs) good answer jake (laughs) how about you honey simple yeah i mean (laughs) 
when you when you it's break it down, concept, it's simple. But it's not yeah, the easy. concept is very simple. Yeah. What about Tanner? I know you're not married yet, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a man of few words. Yes, he is. But but when he does speak, you should listen. Because mm-hmm. he said some great things on the. Um, if you missed our episode on godly manhood, the first Biblical one. Manhood, yeah. Yep. You definitely want to hear that one. So. Yeah. So let's keep on. Yep, let's keep on. Let's keep on rolling. So then you started hanging out with our family, going to church. And I mean, and honestly, we're not, there's nothing magical about our home. We're just being who we are and who Christ made us to be. And, you know, we saw the change in you. The, the tears didn't stop necessarily. The talking never stopped. We would talk for, what, Hannah? Like Hours. Hours. Yeah, hours and hours on almost every Saturday night. Yeah. Right. And I think that um, that was necessary for you to just process the things from your past and just even your current relationships. You're, you had a bad breakup at one point. Mm-hmm. So what, like, I mean, I know that we're going to make a lot of points, but what would you say to someone that's in a toxic relationship right now, but they feel stuck? Um, that's a really tough one because if they're listening to this and they are anything like me, I think they may not want to hear it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know for me, when I was in that moment, um, I want to say, I don't want to say that I never had anybody tell me that it wasn't good for me because I definitely had people tell me things like that. Um, but I never had anybody in that moment actually listening to me. Mm-hmm. They were basically seeing the situation, seeing how bad it was, and they were just telling me, yeah, this is bad, or he's no good, or something like that. But when you're in that moment, you're thinking, well, that's the person that I love, even mm-hmm. though that's not love. Mm-hmm. But it's more about listening to that person mm-hmm. and if you find yourself in a relationship where you're not being heard you're not being understood and you're not being respected mm-hmm. um i know like the one thing that i love about my marriage and even when we were dating is that ray always respected me he always chose me it's weird to say but it, he saw through me Mm -hmm. in a way that and he communicated with me in a way that I would understand okay this is how it should be and if you already know you're in this situation and you already know part of you is telling you this is not how it should be Mm -hmm. take that as a step to walk away and walking away is very hard and that's going to take time but that would be the first step admitting that okay this is not good for me Mm -hmm. something has to change so it's basically taking that first step of thinking to yourself like is this truly what I deserve more Mm -hmm. than I love this person and I want to be with him and I want to fight for a relationship that's not working would you say it takes more than love for a successful successful marriage or relationship absolutely oh my goodness yes Mm -hmm. like um again again with I think respect goes a long way Mm -hmm. um for us we even when we get into some arguments we try to always be respectful and watch what we say and if there is anything that we may say that might hurt our like 
I may say something that might have hurt Ray. Mm -hmm. I try to be mindful about that. And if he had said anything that has hurt me, I tell him, hey, you this is what you said and this is what hurt me. Then he makes the effort to correct that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's huge. Like, you know, if a person truly loves you and respects you when they take the time to actually better themselves not mm-hmm. necessarily for you mm-hmm. but because they know they could have done it better mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. man that'll, that'll preach every sunday right yeah there. <laughs> good night no you know i i thought it was interesting too shaki when you were saying the the way it should be you know like the way the the relationship should be because don't you think that there's um, there's probably uh, too many people out there who have no idea how it should be mm-hmm. and they take whatever's given to them and a- as you were talking you know you're talking about your past earlier but saying that that your self-worth and damaged goods and, and, and all these negative connotations about who you thought you were and you bring that into relationships because you go, all right, well, Ray's a great guy. He's treating me nice. He's doing the things that he should be. But you might be looking at it going, I'm not worthy of that. So this is not how it could be. And then it's also that opportunity for you to recognize that you're worth that. You're, you're worth great things. You know, and, and Ray, I'll say this. I know Stacey was saying earlier, but. I mean, just meeting you yesterday for the first time, I, I appreciate you. I think great young man, perfect for Shaki, and just look forward to seeing how you guys grow in the future and uh, just love seeing you guys together. We've talked about it a mm-hmm. couple of times since you've been mm-hmm. here, just how happy you guys are and you, you you present yourselves as friends, which is really important in a relationship. So good, baby. You're, you're the talk show host. No. <laughs> No, you got great questions, too. No, unless you give it to me. No, I mean, we don't... Ray, I want you to have a, a chance to talk about, like, how like how did your relationship start? How did you how did you meet Shaki? Uh, Tinder. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Swipe left or right in one of those And so things. you swiped right? Yeah. Okay, because you thought she was smoking hot. So who messaged who first? Oh, of course, I snuck in. Her you. DS. <laughs> yeah. Smooth. No, and then yeah. we talked for a few weeks, and then I Almost finally met her in person. What was great too is our first date. We went moonshine tasting. It was a five dollar date. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Perfect. She had a blast. <laughs> Cheap date. It was fun. Well, we went. Um, we're located in Knoxville, Tennessee, so we went to Pigeon Forge, and we went to the island. I've never been to the island, so Ray was like, "Yeah, let's go to the island. We can just walk around." I'm like, "The island? I'm thinking like a legit island or something." <laughs> it really isn't, is it? No, it's not. Anyway, <laughs> I don't really know yet, but we went there and it felt like I was hanging out with a friend, which also we, Ray and I met during COVID times. So hence the tender date, <laughs> because at that time, which I also want to say, I was still a little bit in my head about who I was and my self-worth. So Ray just kind of now looking in hindsight he came um like out of nowhere really because i wasn't expecting a 
actual relationship could come out of it i was just kind of like okay it's covid i kind of want to just ha- meet people you know i had just moved to tennessee so anyway we went to the date and i remember so vividly he said at the end of it we were already walking out and he says oh my goodness like i feel like i've known you forever and i go because in again in my mind i'm thinking this is not gonna go anywhere so i'm thinking <laughs> and I, I i'm thinking this but i say it out loud and i go well yeah i have that personality <laughs> like yeah i get along with anybody of course you're gonna think that and after that he just kept we just kept hanging out and he always said you know just trust me and i'm diff- I, if you give me a chance i'm different than most guys that you hang out with so if you just give me a chance maybe you'll see and you know a guy tells you that and you're thinking like oh yeah sure whatever <laughs> but ray would say it once and then he wouldn't say it again he would just show me mm-hmm. during that time yeah. so that's what slowly started shifting in my mind like okay maybe if i really do give him a chance i could see where this could go hmm. so so shakira had to overcome some feelings of self-worth and um like she explained just some things from her past what were you bringing into the relationship ray like had you already healed from all of that or were you also using this relationship as a way to see if you could heal some things i wouldn't say to use it to heal but i mean would definitely help mm-hmm. you know i mean everyone goes through absolutely things on a a daily basis and and if you're looking to someone else specifically they're going to save me from my problems i mm-hmm. can guarantee you that's not going to work right it never does everyone's got their own baggage whether you want to admit it or mm-hmm. not you know but me and me and her just work together you know the old saying you can't uh can't jump start a car with two dead batteries so it definitely <laughs> takes the boat two to tango <laughs> you want to tell everybody where you're from long island new york there you go you there know. you have it. if you if you sense the accent it's correct but living in knoxville tennessee now so yeah actually yeah. you guys live in maryville 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 tennessee kira moves to tennessee in the hopes to meet a country guy <laughs> Meets a guy from That's Long right. Island, New York. You were supposed a Chevy to Camaro. <laughs> you were supposed to that meet so a cowboy. Funny, yeah. yeah, I just thought about that. You were supposed to meet a cowboy out there, Shakira. I know. I was looking for the cowboy with the hat. Instead, he I still remember what he wore. He wore this super like the plain white t shirt. Plain white t shirt, black oh, shorts, okay. boots, like work boots. And what was that hat? It was like that bulky hat. A, a Boston Celtics hat. Yeah. But it's like the bulky top one. You know what I'm talking like about? Flat, like flat like brim. a flat brim? Yes. And I'm thinking to myself, what am I getting myself into? <laughs> he looks doofy as heck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness. But see, he was very polite and very soft-spoken, which I'm not used to that. So I was like, okay, he's really nice. And persistent. And he's cute. Guy from all Long Island, New York, was wearing a Boston Celtics hat. I know, right? <laughs> That's kind of weird. <laughs> I li- well, I like the hat. It's a clover, and I got the big clover oh, yeah, tattoo true. on my okay, arm, okay. so yeah. kind of rocking that. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I I forgot about the guy thing because I was going to say earlier about <laughs> how impressed I was that Shaggy Shaggy was working a job here and doing pretty well, working a lot of hours 
always had a desire to move somewhere like Tennessee. And she would talk to us about that all the time. And then it was just like, I remember having conversations with you back on the back porch about, you know, if you're going to do that, you got to think about what your income needs to be, but you're not going to be paying for this and you will be paying for that. And just kind of thinking through it. And then for her to go, I'm moving to Tennessee. I'm like, wow. Like, I was so impressed that you would do that. I mean, that was such a leap of faith for you because you knew no one really. Yeah. And and I know it wasn't easy when you first got out there. No. And um, also, I remember I've been saying that I wanted to move to Tennessee for the longest time since I was in college, which was almost five years ago. Um and I always said that even when I met Jeff and Stacy, I would go, oh, I, I want to move to Tennessee. I remember the vacation we took when we went to Georgia. We were up in the mountains, and that was the time that I felt most at home in the mountains. And I had this sense of relief when I thought about moving to Tennessee because I remember we went to the uh, Georgia and Tennessee border, mm-hmm. and... I just fell in love with it even more and I remember Stacy whenever I started actually making plans for it and everything was kind of falling into place uh, Stacy told me this is the right time for you like before it was different but this time like it was different as in it wasn't your time and then that time just certain things kept coming up and doors were being opened where um, I felt like everybody was telling me, like, okay, this is the right time to do it, which was right before COVID. <laughs> <laughs> well, none of us knew that. No. Yeah. What else happened on that trip? So let's go back to when you guys first met, since I want to be caught up to that. Okay. So you, you swipe right. You guys go on your date. How long before the first breakup and why? Well, the thing is, like Ray was saying, he was very persistent but in a healthy way, like he wasn't overly persistent. So um, he never was either like super flirty. That was another thing that was different for me. Mm. Like he wasn't trying to keep me. He wasn't trying to impress me. Um, He was just being there for me. Mm -hmm. And we were just having a good time. We were getting to know each other. He was telling me about, you know, his life. I was telling him about my life and what I wanted out of life and the whenever we would talk about that he would be like oh yeah I kind of want that too so yeah I think maybe a month after a month or two after that I started feeling like okay I'm getting overwhelmed like this is going too well something's gonna go wrong so So you wanted to end it before it yeah before he broke up with you yeah so I broke up with him you thought you were going to beat me to the punch. Like, yeah. Oh, he's going to dump me no matter what. So Did she? If I <laughs> dump him first, <laughs> that way I won't get hurt and I'll be the one on top. Right. Yeah. Right. So did you always break up or did you break up to some? No, it was just her. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I would go, I can't do this. I can't. And he's What like, part? What part can't you do? Or could? did you not think you could do? Well. She would just get overwhelmed. I don't even remember exactly what happened, but I remember one time I was taking my dog out <laughs> and we were, I was at the dog park and I told Ray, don't come over. I can't do this. It's too much. 
and it was just like the healthy thing which it's so weird to explain because now like I don't even remember exactly what triggered that for me but it it was just the sense of this is going too good he's too good for me so I'm not gonna be good enough for him or not even good enough for him but I'm not gonna be good enough for anybody because I have so much going on in my head mm-hmm. that he's showing me all the right things doing like all the right things because again Ray never really was the kind of guy to tell me oh you're beautiful and you're this and I see myself as like he never was obviously later on of course he would say I see myself with you but that was like closer to where we got engaged yeah he was just very like action driven so and that was different for me so at that time i was just kind of like no i can't do this she started an argument over text message that day Mm -hmm. i'm at work i worked like 12 hours it was hot that day it was like one of the hottest days so i come straight from work i didn't stop back at my place and shower or anything i'd come straight from work stinking covered in (laughs) dirt and everything else She's at the dog park with her dog, and I go, and I'm standing there, standing in dog poop, begging for her back. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> and I think after that, I started to kind of just be like, okay, I guess I'll give this a chance. And it just kept going after that. So was it Chihuahua poop, or was it like <laughs> Rottweiler poop? I choose. I'd rather not know. Okay, that's probably a good. I'm choice. hoping it was dog at least. Yeah, at least dog. Yeah, <laughs> that does help. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You never know, depending on what side of Knoxville you were in. <laughs> true, true. So, what would you say the biggest thing that you learned from living part time at our house? Like, what are the things that like either resonate in your head that we've said, or things that you've seen lived out differently in a a home with a husband and wife that love each other and children that respect their parents or I mean I don't really know what you I don't even know what like your perspective is of our family yeah well um I would say definitely well first of all I grew up with uh divorced parents so I never really knew oh and then my mom my mom I have a stepdad but then they also divorced so um seeing the dynamic of I don't want to say a healthy family because obviously no family is perfect, but the fact that you and Jeff were, I mean, you guys laugh with each other, you spend time with each other, you flirt with each other, <laughs> but in a, it's so natural. And then the your children like you, like they want to spend time with you. And that's different for me. And I wanted that. I or part of that you know because again every family is different but in my mind I'm thinking maybe that could be me one day mm-hmm. or that could be my family one day I kind of wanted to create something where uh, people felt safe around mm-hmm. me or not any okay I don't want to say that everything's about me but I'm just saying in general like have that aura of safetyness mm-hmm. that that's something I never experienced just Mm-hmm. being stable in mm-hmm. a in a home so you guys really brought that out for me to where I kind of wanted wanted that for and you you didn't fight it at all either you like completely <laughs> embraced it and you were fully in you were all in I was invested yeah you were definitely invested I'm still you, invested <laughs> yeah for sure I'll just jump in here real quick 
I remember when I first started coming around, and like even when I was messaging Hannah, like the text messaging Hannah, and she'd be like, "Yeah, my family and." Shakira are here like watching a movie and I was like who's this Shakira girl like why do you always say like my family and Shakira <laughs> and so like it was like cool to like come around and see like how close you are with the family and then like even in dating Hannah like just like how Hope always jokes about she was like the third wheel well like when Shakira was here she was like a full car we had four wheels like it was just <laughs> me Hannah Shakira and Hope yeah. and like I was always like kind of jealous of you because I felt like you knew Hannah more than I did. Like obviously you knew her better than I did, and so like I don't know. It was just um, it was, I'm glad you were like a, a part of the beginning of the relationship. So I know, and I love that because also Hannah and I met. Oh my gosh, so many years ago, and yeah, in like ninth grade. I think you were in eighth grade. Yes, <laughs> yes. And Hannah and I became good friends because we went to camp together. And we rem- we went to, is it SLU? Yeah. Yeah, it was SLU in Florida, and we roomed together. Yes. And Hannah was, like, the cool girl, and me being me, I was like, I want to be friends with the cool girl. The new cool girl. Let, let me put that in there, because you guys had just That's a friends. shock to us that Hannah was the cool girl. <laughs> no. I'm surprised she, she thought I was. Hannah yeah. does not want to be considered the cool girl, because well, they were she cliche. She wants to be an outlier. She Yeah. <laughs> she's a four, Enneagram, so yeah. when you tell her she's a cool girl, that might sound like a compliment, but I don't know. Is it a compliment, Hannah? It's a compliment from Shakira, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Not <laughs> from Shakira. somebody in, like that was like part of the church forever like Shakira was also new so her coming in saying that I was cool I'm like oh yeah well <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, guess I am, am kind of cool <laughs> yeah and it's um well then a couple years went after that and then we just reconnected like you said and we were so different but we just I don't know we just click in a way too like Hannah's very different from me but I've been able to learn so much from her and you know I mean it's one of those things that we we need people like that that we're different but we can all learn from each other I mean it's just like part like when you're part of a family you're not just like your sister or your brothers like there's there's a balance there and so when you meet people that become part of your family and they bring a totally different aspect like I would say like out of all my family members Shakira is most like my mom but like I don't have a sibling like that like none of my siblings are the same personality as my mom so it's kind of like having like I don't know just something like a different another sibling yeah so I know that we're getting close to the end of our time but Hannah I know that um when Shakira was first starting to date Ray (laughs) and you didn't ask any of the questions and you I think you found out more information from me remember you were just like well why isn't Shakira telling me like why why? And I said, Shakira doesn't want to tell you till it's 100% mm-hmm. no turning back and real. Because if she tells you, then she, and then something doesn't work out, like, because you tried to break up with them how many times, then she'd have to come back and say another f- relationship failed. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you remember that? Yeah. She was hurt that she didn't know more about well, Ray. Well, I confronted her on it then. Yeah. Oh. She did. Because she <laughs> I was like, okay, you, well, she came to my house, like, right i think right around the time you said started dating him but it wasn't probably like serious right and so she came over whenever she had a puppy and i had a puppy and so they played and we caught up and stuff and then she left and i saw something like a couple days later and i was like 
excuse me what you're in a relationship and you didn't tell me anything about this <laughs> that was actually a month into it so i at that time i was like i don't know because they never last past three months <laughs> so you know i in yeah at that time i didn't know and i i'm the kind of person that i love my family and like stacy said in the beginning i don't just bring whomever for whatever you know like i don't bring people into my home just because and then leave what two weeks after that so for me you guys i saw it more as you guys are so special to me that i didn't want to bring just any guy that i was talking to at that time for no reason mm-hmm. or not for no reason but just because i was talking to a guy because i knew most likely it wasn't gonna last mm-hmm. so to me it was more of you guys are my safe zone so i'm over here in the battle but you guys are my home mm-hmm. so i i didn't want to bring that's what it <laughs> felt like i didn't want to bring the war into my home <laughs> right right so i got a question for ray and this might wrap it up okay ray be honest was jeff scary at, at any point he has a bad reputation scary yeah it was jeff scary no (laughs) good answer i trusted him from the moment he shook my hand it was a nice firm handshake okay and that's why we know that ray is the right one for sure that's exactly right right. i can trust him to let my guard down just a little bit (laughs) yeah (laughs) well that that is a very good sign because if you would have said you were scared of me that tends to say you're hiding something and you're not so he's the real deal the real deal Thank you guys for yeah, being on the so show much, with guys. us. Yeah. Our first special guest. Right? Yeah, you guys are our first special guests. Yay. And Tanner and Bella are here you too. You guys listening travel in. here all the way from Knoxville, Tennessee for this. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry it's not an all expense paid. Well, we did right. treat How much do we have in the yes. uh, yeah, in account now? Um, we have $4. $4. <laughs> there we go. No. That so. won't even get a gallon of gas right now, folks. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll pay like 10 cents of your ice cream after this. Ayo, thank you for listening to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you liked what you heard, leave a review. We'll see you next time on the Saturday Morning Crew.